And the same should be true with the spiritual disciplines I set for myself. They are promises and practices I keep with God, and they change and transform my heart as I practice them daily or weekly. Welcome to the Marketing Your Purpose podcast. I'm Austin, a marketing and PR gal and small business owner, passionate about enabling purpose-driven businesses to be seen and heard through my purpose-given gifts. If you're an entrepreneur, marketing leader, or work-from-home boss lady that's tired of crafting campaigns and pitching stories that feel purposeless and in need of a reminder of who you were purposely created to market for, you're in the right place. Inside this podcast, you'll find basic integrated marketing and PR tips that break through the darkness, thoughtful plans to help you launch and sustain your purpose-built thing, encouragement in helping you live by your values in and outside your workplace, and much more. So friend, if you're ready to drive more light into this world by simply marketing your purpose, turn up the volume, grab your coffee, and let's dig in. Ready to organize and execute all your marketing and PR dreams? Say hello to the Purposeful Marketing and PR Playbook, a four-step system to organizing and executing all your marketing and PR dreams without compromising your time and budget. Build your playbook and start marketing your purpose right now. If you've tried the same marketing strategies over and over again and they're no longer working, if you're inconsistent with your marketing due to time constraints and budget, and if you know you have a powerful purpose to share but marketing feels like too much work, this online go-at-your-own-speed course is for you. If you want to stop feeling lost or frustrated by your marketing and communications and start feeling in control of your sales and time so your purpose can shine, you need the Purposeful Marketing Playbook. Visit plumandparcel.com slash playbook to grab it today. Hey ladies, welcome back. I have wrote this episode because there are a good amount of faith-based women in this community and I just want to make sure that that you are encouraged in your faith as you walk through work um, and that you also feel free to hold me accountable to falling through and showing up in this um, area of my life that is so critical and important to everything I do. To be honest, I wrote this episode for me, for myself, to hold myself accountable to living by a few transformative spiritual disciplines in my own life. I'm in a transitional period that is coming out of that newborn infant fog and moving into life with two toddlers. My son is just over 14 months now and my daughter is nearing three and a half. So with that, I am on the hunt to build more rhythms and systems into my life that not only make this crazy season a little more manageable, but more importantly, makes make me more like him. That is more joyful, good, kind, patient, forgiving, controlled, all the things. And this starts with holding my spiritual disciplines as top priority, particularly those that connect me with God most deeply. I wrote this episode to be honest that some of these have been a little out of whack since I had my son. The same happened with my daughter. You'd think I would have learned by now. (laughs) 
but truthfully, it shows where my heart is, that they are not top priority when they should be. And I know that bumps God up. It just bums him out. It does. And it, it bums me out too, that I'm not falling back to these spiritual disciplines when I'm struggling the most as a frazzled, exhausted, overstimulated mom, especially when they would help me the most. But that's where grace comes in and God bestows grace upon grace. And I give myself that too, when I recognize that I really am doing my best. That's not to say that I shouldn't hold myself accountable. I desire to. In fact, I'm determined to be disciplined enough to live these spiritual practices out daily or weekly, depending on this, on this discipline specifically, so I can be closer to God and live more like him. I'm really hopeful I can build in new autopilot rhythms for my spiritual disciplines soon and I will share those with all of you when I get there. But for now, what are spiritual disciplines anyways? I'm sure some of you may be asking that. Uh, spiritual disciplines for me are just like the other disciplines I've set up in my life. For example, I've, I've made a promise to myself that I'll work out three times a week for my personal health and, and time and, and even that's my mental health. Like it's just my time for stepping away from work and mom life and just giving myself me time. It's like self-care. But anyways, I hold that discipline, that practice of working out three times a week very high. Like I meet that every week. And the same should be true with the spiritual disciplines I set for myself. They are promises and practices I keep with God, and they change and tr transform my heart as I practice them daily or weekly. And that's when the spirit can truly live out of me. And that's, that's my job here on earth, to, to bear more of Jesus's image to the world, his goodness, his kindness, his forgiveness, self-control, joy every day. And I can't do that if I'm not partaking in these disciplines. Now, I'm not naming all of the spiritual disciplines out there today. I'm actually focused on the disciplines that are helpful for the inner work in this episode, the ones that are crucial to our mind, body, and soul, especially in this particularly overwhelming and anxiety-filled world. Three of these disciplines I practice regularly, and one I've actually never practiced. I want to share all four so you can take them into your life because they, they all do play a role in our spiritual growth, and I don't want to leave any of them off the table. So with that, let's jump in. So the first spiritual discipline I have here is daily scripture reading. That is reading the Bible daily or performing a Bible study daily. Now, during my prime, less chaotic seasons or years of life, I'm reading the Bible from front to back and reflecting on what I'm reading by journaling daily. This way, I can truly process how the Bible is one big, beautiful story and how it all connects, plus how it applies to my life. Two of my favorite resources I've used to guide me through the Bible from end to end, that includes space to journal and reflect if you're looking for some 
resources uh, is one of them is called Seamless, Understanding the Bible as One Complete Story by Angie Smith. And the second is Foundations, a 260-day Bible reading plan for busy believers by Robbie Galati. And I'll link those in our show notes and I'll also be sharing them out on our email list. Um, If you were not on our weekly newsletter, I highly recommend you join and you can do that at Plum and Parcel. Um, dot com scroll to the bottom of our website and hop on the mailing list there so um, if you're interested in in these resources i recommend doing that um, so you can get a hand your hands on them um, and walk in this season with me and just again disciplining your own self uh, of practicing this act of daily scripture reading um so anyways um i've been recently you've been you're probably wondering, well, how, it sounds like you may not be doing these, these uh, studies right now. What are you doing? And I've been making it through this season with the Bible app. We are going, my family, my, myself, my kids, um, in the car, (laughs) we're going from good old Genesis one and listening to the Bible app, just like an audio book on the way to school every morning. It's the way I am fueling my daughter with his word, plus making sure I'm following through on this discipline for myself every day when life is crazy and I may not have a moment to sit down and have that reflection piece happen. I'm hopeful to get back to that with the, again, with more discipline soon, which is why I'm talking about this and knowing that this is a place where I'd like to get again, where I am sitting down and I am pulling out my Bible and I am reflecting. Um, Soap is a really great structure for moving through scripture reading for you to reflect on. And SOAP stands for scripture, um, observation, application, and prayer. So that's a great method for if you're anywhere in the Bible reading any any story, any chapter, that to sit down and follow that reflection process um, using that SOAP method. I, again, I highly recommend it, and I'd like to get back to that. Um, I'm, I would I'm being honest in the fact that I'm I'm not there right now. So um, anyways, that is number one. Now, number two is piggyback back on the, that soap process and method is prayer. The uh, spiritual discipline of prayer is, is, I think, quite obvious that prayer can be exercised in so many ways and should be, and it can be connected to your Bible reading or study. It can be spoken in small little thank yous of gratitude throughout your entire day or my favorite and the one I'm trying to exercise daily is quiet and still waiting for God to speak rather than me. Sometimes this this kind of prayer is called listening prayer or meditation. It's basically just clearing your mind of absolutely everything and just listening. It's solitude. It's silent. Again, it's it's like meditation, whatever you want to call it. It's finding a place in your home, your car, on your way to your, you, you're probably thinking while you're, you should be thinking while you're driving. Um, but if that's your process of where you are right now, it, it could be a car, it could be at your workplace where you can sit unbothered and disconnected. And 
I'm trying to practice that now with two kids running around screaming at me, (laughs) but I certainly have time in my day, especially during my work time to find space, quiet space to do this. This is the kind of prayer I really would like to get back to. And in the meantime, I know that God loves my gratitude prayers and my cries for him when when someone is in need. One book I highly recommend if you're looking for prayers to keep you grounded and to speak to him are from the book She Works His Way by Michelle Myers and Summer uh, Phoebus. I'm probably not um, saying that right, but they have some really beautiful prayers in that book that this book is and there it's for work just working women whether you're a stay-at-home mom or in the corporate work workplace or at a nonprofit, woman in ministry it's for every woman and these prayers are just so powerful and again so beautiful and I just love rereading them and praying them and I know yeah I know God loves hearing these words so um, I highly recommend checking that book out and she works his way there. They have a whole ministry around this, um, this philosophy. Um, and I, and yeah, I just highly recommend checking them out and we'll again, link in the show notes. Now, spiritual, uh, discipline number three is weekly Sabbath. This is setting aside one day each week as a day for resting and delighting in God. This one connects to listening prayer as this is a whole day. (laughs) This seems like a lot, but a whole day of slowing down and being as still as humanly possible. And I'll say we're not, we're we're not each sitting alone, my family meditating. That's not possible. But our overall movement of our day, which is Sunday, definitely takes a pause, definitely takes a breather compared to the rest of the days of the week. We attend church, we stay close to home, we find quiet time between all of us to read and play. We do play outside and just enjoy God's nature and everything he's created with each other. We avoid being plugged in to our computer and phone, doing any work, um, like the work that we do on a day-to-day basis um, during the work week. And honestly, we do a lot of cuddling. <laughs> it's just, it's so sweet and so slow. And and when I was young, especially as I became a teen, it was just, it's so funny just to reflect back. I'd, I'd honestly get so bored as my family definitely practiced this on Sundays. And I just had no appreciation or understanding of the intention of having a day of rest. Now... Here I am. I am craving this. It's just, it's so funny how these things come full circle. Just as God rested on the seventh day when he created the world, he's asking us to do the same. And in this fast-paced world, it's just, it's more important than ever that we disconnect, that we unplug from our phones. And again, just slow down. To have a day where my family can rest in each other's company with God is a true blessing. I can't wait to see how this day evolves into even more connection time with each other and God. Now, the last spiritual discipline I'm talking about today is weekly fasting. 
This is to keep a weekly 24-hour fast in which we refrain from eating as a spiritual discipline. This one, I'm going to say, is a little triggering for people, myself included. And I'll say again that if you feel like you don't want to listen to this part or you feel like you shouldn't, I totally am okay and recommend turning this episode off here. I personally have not incorporated fasting into my weekly spiritual disciplines, just personally because of past experience with with not eating. I I honestly have a skill of fasting that is I can go very long periods without eating and it's something I have to work on and personally not due to my body. I I have the ability to push past those signs of hunger and um but I've done it for the the wrong reasons. Typically my fasting comes when I'm working and I I have the ability to be extremely focused to the point of ignoring all needs including the need to eat and I can push past my hunger in order to finish up whatever it is I need to complete that day. Uh so anyways for that reason, I've stayed away from this practice, even though the intention of not eating or fasting would be completely different. And I may in fact struggle with fasting because I'm I'm not distracted by my work. But instead, I must like truly fully rely on God to carry me through the hunger pains. That indeed is the intention of fasting, to completely rely on God when you are hungry and to look to him to fill that hunger. In time, I may come to practice it, but again, please take it for what it is. And I am going to say practice it only with guided support. I have friends who have tremendously benefited from it with uh, with structure and a support system in place. And it's it's brought such beautiful clarity and immense reliance and gratitude and connection to God. So for the for these friends. So again, I don't want to leave this very important discipline out. Okay, now that you have these four spiritual disciplines in hand with me, you can help me be even more accountable to them. I'd love to hear how you practice these in your own life or any resources you have that that make following through on them easier. DM me on Instagram or share them in a review on this podcast so others in the Marketing Your Purpose community can hear about them too. I'm super grateful to have this community to hold me accountable, to hold each other accountable and uh, feel vulnerable enough to share where I'm at in this this season, in this process, in these priorities. And again, I hope you um, feel called to to support me and support yourself um, in them too. All right. Well, I will see you here next week. Thank you for being here. Hi friend, if this podcast inspired you, encouraged you, or helped you feel more purposeful, the biggest thank you would be to leave a quick review on Apple iTunes, reshare on social media, tagging my team and me at Common Parcel, or pop this episode over to a friend via text, letting them know that this podcast might have a positive impact on their life too. I hope to meet you back here real soon. Now go out into the world and start marketing your purpose. See you next time.